my peoples, my peoples, my peoples, my peoples. Welcome to Right Away Podcast. I'm your host, Jeffrey Martin. Thank you for tuning in. I appreciate you. I appreciate the time that you take to come here. I hope you... it's always my dream or my hope or my wish or my aspiration to say something or have something said that really resonates with whoever's listening. It's really important to me. And in fact, that's what it's all about. You know, I wouldn't do it if I didn't think I could bring that to the table Um, because if you're not bringing something to the table then it's a waste of time and I don't want to waste anybody's time so thank you for being here I had a and I don't usually write things down as far as getting ready for the podcast and stuff I really don't except like questions a couple of questions just to get like interview if I'm doing an interview I'll ask I'll write down a couple of questions because I don't want to forget certain questions I like to to ask everybody Um, but it's not very many of them because I don't like every every interview is different Every person is different. I have different um, things I want to bring up with each individual person. So I only have a couple of questions that are the same. The rest of them vary depending on who it is. But usually, if I'm going to just say something on here, I don't write it down. But today I did. Today I did because I didn't want to forget. Because I get caught up in the moment. All this stuff is kind of raw, which I like doing. Um, But I didn't want to get caught up in the moment and forget some of the real... Uh, pressing issues or, or things I wanted to bring up. And this is to men, just men in general. Uh, I was thinking about this. I had I was sitting in the park yesterday because I, I, I like to, um, I don't know what's going on, but lately, the last few years, maybe since COVID, but maybe before COVID too, um, I like to go outside to write. I can't always do that because if I have some stuff on the internet I got to do, a lot of times the computer's not going to pick up wherever I am. But I don't need the computer. I like to go outside and create. You know, I, I write. I'm old school, so I write longhand most of the time before I even put it on the computer. Anyway, so it's not a problem for me. You know, it's the old method and slow method, but that's what I like to do. I've been used to that, so that's what I do. But I like to be out in nature when I write. I feel like the energy from nature gives me more creative juices to do what I'm trying to do, whatever I'm trying to create and write, whether it's poem, short story, essay, whatever it is. And then sometimes I'll just go out there and read. But yesterday was interesting because I um, was sitting out there and I had a conversation. More than a conversation, really, because it ended up being like two and a half hours with this gentleman I didn't know. He lived in the area, but um, we just struck up a conversation and it just went on and on. And I learned so much. And he was from the... Um, the uh, industry, the, you know, film industry, music industry, he had worked in that capacity. And it wasn't really about that. It was just after the conversation, we talked about music, different eras of music, how music is going now, where music was 30 years ago, 40 years ago, two years ago, and where it is now, um, different genres of music. We talked about all that. Then we talked about the film industry, because I'm, I'm writing, the, um, that came up later on, I'm writing a, a film. Well, collaborating with a buddy of mine and writing, working on a film, trying to get that together to pitch to somebody to, to buy, hopefully. But anyway, we talked about all that stuff. And after we were done, you know, we exchanged numbers, emails, going to keep in touch and see what's happening in each other's lives and all that stuff uh, because we had such a good conversation. And I'm sure I'll see him again because I like going to that spot. And he lives right around there. So, um, But after the conversation was done, it got me to thinking, Man, as men, we don't have many conversations with each other. 
we really don't. We don't have many conversations, especially for people that with people we don't know. You know, we don't just have those conversations. Like we, it seems like we had the conversations were a lot more um, popular, I guess. Um, I don't know if that's the right word, but it just seemed like we don't have the conversations that we used to have. I know I don't. I know I can go a whole day and really not have a conversation with another brother, you know, another another um, male. Really, like, hey, what's up? That kind of thing. But conversations we don't have very often. That's kind of that's kind of strange. I mean, we may have them with our, our a family member or. Um, you know, somebody we live in close proximity to, but on a regular basis, just to be in a market and have a conversation with somebody, that doesn't happen, especially between men. And this conversation with this guy yesterday got me to thinking about that. Um, and I think as men, we put up so many barriers. We've been taught to have these barriers, to be tough, to be, you know, not vulnerable. All of these things that kind of um, keep everybody at bay, everybody at at a distance. And I know I do it. I know I do it. Um, uh, I put up those guards because I've been taught to mistrust everybody. Um, uh, Experiences have have tried to push me in that way to just not, just be um, kind of a suspect of anybody, especially if I don't know them, if I have never met them, um, don't know anything about them. Uh, Experiences have taught me Unfortunately, to be kind of distant. And so yesterday's conversation, I was like, wow, we talking like we've known each other for years. I haven't had a conversation like this with somebody I didn't know in years. It was a trip. It really was. And um, we've different backgrounds. I'm white. He's black. Um, he came from, uh, well, I don't know how his childhood was, so we didn't go back into that as much. But as far as his working uh, career, he, you know, he was making, he made big money. So he's coming from that aspect. I haven't made big money. So we're coming from different, um, different, yeah, just different angles in life. But the commonality was we're both men and we're human. You know, it wasn't about what do you do? What is your career? How much money did you, do you make? Um, it wasn't about that. It was just two men having a conversation about life stuff and how life has impacted us um, either positively or negatively, how life is. And that was the conversation. And after we finished, and it was, like I said, two and a half hours, maybe more than that. Two men that didn't know each other end up walking away and knowing each other a lot better and learning something from each other's lives. That was the cool part. We both learned something. You know, I learned something about because I love music. And I was telling him how when my kids were small, you know, once I, I didn't realize, I mean, I I always loved music, but I didn't realize how much I wanted to sing until like I became a young father, right? And then I have two kids who were small and I I would tell them, I don't know if my kids even remember this, I would tell them, all right, daddy's going to make this money in music Uh, because I think I can sing with these people that are out here. I think I can sing just as well, if not better than a lot of these people out here that's making big money. And I I really, so I was telling the guy about that. And um, he said something that was really interesting. He said, a lot of people give up on their dreams. He's seen it, you know, because he was in that that field for so long. 
A lot of people give up on their dreams because they are afraid to not only fail, but they're afraid to look like they're not, like they're stupid or something. You know, they don't want to be in that compromising position where they don't look like they know what's happening or know what they're doing. He said, in order to really find your dreams and, and stick to them, you have to be bold enough to say, okay, sometimes I don't know, and that's okay. Sometimes I, I'm kind of out here and, and vulnerable, but that's okay because I'm following this dream. He said so many people that he's seen throughout the years have come through, have a talent, but they're afraid to kind of go that extra mile. You know, he said like singers, go to karaoke, make a fool of yourself, but perfect your, you know, but do it. Do it. Whatever it is that you're willing to want to do. If you want to write a film, write it. The first one may not be very good, but you, you continue to do it. So we had the conversation about that life stuff and how we end up here and how we end up there and how none of this is an accident. And he said, um, you know, I come, I live near this park and I see people all the time and we just walk by each other. You know, hey, hi, good morning, how you doing? We just walk by each other. We just keep on going. He said, but I saw you sitting here and I had a feeling that you were approachable. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know how you saw that, but he said, I felt that you were approachable. And so I came over and I spoke, but I didn't speak and keep going. I spoke and stopped. And next thing I know, we have a conversation that lasts damn near three hours and with total strangers. And it just got me thinking about us men, how we put up these guards. And and a lot of it is, I'm not saying we, we shouldn't have some guards up. Sometimes you have to, depending on what you go through or, or your environment, you do have to have some. But I think we cheat ourselves too. I, cheat, I think we cheat ourselves in having strong men relationships because of these guards we put up. You know, we can be brothers in this thing. Um, we can be allies in this thing, but a lot of times we put up those guards and we don't know that that person um, standing next to us on the bus or, or uh, in the market or whatever can be an ally, can be a really cool brother to you, you know? And when I say brother, I mean just a human being, another male that can be in your life that, you know, you're cool with, that you can have conversation with, that you can learn from. But I think, we, yeah, we put up this... Um, this guard. So as I'm this morning, as I'm exercising, because that's my form of meditation. That's just, it's just what I do. Um, I'm thinking, man, I gotta, I gotta do sit. I gotta do a podcast about men. You know, being a man, being around men, not really knowing many men on a on a real personal level. No, you know, I'm in going and coming or at work or whatever, but not really having those conversations that I think would really help us as men, you know, because we've all gone through whatever we've gone through. And when we bring it to a conversation or a round table, which would be great, I would love to have a round table with just men talking about men things, you know? And, and another thing it got me thinking about too is trying to impress people. A lot of times we men get caught up in trying to impress people we have to impress people to validate ourselves. But I heard somebody say something interesting. I'm going to paraphrase it. But what he said, and I don't even know who the cat was. Somebody, I saw it on social media somewhere. He says that 
you don't have, I'm paraphrasing it though, because I don't remember exactly how he said it, but you don't need to dress up your car. You need to fine tune your engine. And basically what he was saying is the outer stuff that we add to ourselves, whether it's a car or a bling bling or whatever it is, or the hats or whatever it is, the outer things aren't that important. What needs to be fine-tuned is the engine, what's going on on the inside. Feeling good about that person, feeling good about yourself from the inside and not trying to be validated by what you look like on the outside from other people who really shouldn't have that much power in your validation anyway. And um, another thing I thought about was there's no competition. It seems like us men, a lot of times, we're in competition with each other. I'm not sure why. Uh, maybe it's all the sports thing. I don't know. But we seem um, to be in competition with each other a lot. At least that's my perception of it. And I was thinking there's no competition. You've already won. <laughs> you, you've already won. There is no competition. You don't have to, competi- you don't have to compete with anybody uh, um, in being yourself. You've already won. Nobody can be you. Absolutely nobody can be you. But you can't be you if you're looking outside of yourself to find validation either. So it has to go, it has to start from the inside. It has to start from the inside. There's no competition in being a man. You've already won. There's no competition. You don't need any validation for that. None. And then I was thinking about uh, a lot of times we'll find uh, conversations going to um, the men who have been around us either raised us or had some influence in our lives. And sometimes those men are still finding themselves. But they're your teachers. They're not worthy of being your teachers, but they're your teachers. The way life happens sometimes, they're your teachers, not worthy of being their teacher, your teacher because they're still trying to learn. They're trying to figure out stuff. And sometimes they never, and sometimes they're not trying to figure out stuff. But they happen to be the adults in your life and they are you know, they're the environment that you have. And I just say, you don't have to be the men that raised you or attempted to raise you or were in your life. Maybe they didn't even raise you, but they were there and you were, le- you were watching their examples that weren't really great examples. So you don't have to be the men that raised you, that men that were in your direct life, you know, to continue some stuff that that isn't worthy of being continued, whatever that may be. And so me and this cat were just, we were talking about the, oh, just all of these, all of these things. And it just got me to thinking, man, we men don't have conversations. We are so um, fixed on a certain, uh, a certain uh, uh, look that we have to have, a certain way that we have to carry ourselves that we really never open up, even to ourselves sometimes. And, I'm, and a lot of this stuff that I'm saying is self-talk. It really is. It's really self-talk. I get on here and I'm talking, but I'm really talking to Jeffrey. I really am. I'm not trying to preach to anybody. I'm not trying to convince anybody of anything. This is just the stuff that I need to deal with. And I'm thinking, well, other men, maybe they can, on some other level, this will resonate with them a little bit. So I'm going to speak about it. But I'm really not preaching to anybody. If I'm preaching to anybody, I'm preaching to myself. So don't take it as I'm preaching or trying to teach anybody. I'm trying to learn. 
we're all evolving or hopefully we're evolving. We're supposed to be evolving. We're not always evolving, but hopefully most of us are trying to evolve into something better than we were yesterday, you know? And so um, having this long conversation with this guy yesterday, total stranger, got me to thinking about how, how little we do that, how little we sit down as brothers, as men, and just have conversations. Not about just sports, not just about women, but other things that um, are in that stew of being a man, whatever that is. You know, those other things that make us a lot more um, deep than just sports and women and relationships. Relationships with ourselves. That's the things that we don't talk about amongst ourselves. Relationships with ourselves. That either can stunt relationships with others or completely um, make sure they don't happen. You know, so the relationship with ourselves is so important. So important. I would, if I'm going to advise anybody, and of course this is self-talk, you have to do what works for you. For me, um, that alone time is important. Have those conversations with yourself. You know, to me, that that's, I don't know, that's, it's life-saving as far as I'm concerned. It's life-saving. Don't be alone. Don't be afraid to be alone. Don't be afraid to be alone because that's where you learn about yourself. You need that quiet time. You need that quiet time um, at a park, in your room, um, while you're driving, um, wherever. You need that quiet time to reflect on who you are and where you're going and where you want to go and where you want to go. And I think when we know when we know where we want to go, when we're comfortable with, with where we're going, we're comfortable with ourselves, then the conversations with other men becomes easier. It really does. It becomes easier to have those conversations, to, to just kind of open up a little bit and say, oh yeah, you went through, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm dealing with this, or I'm dealing with that, oh, okay, you, okay, and because, um, you know, we're social animals, we're social animals, and it's, it's good to have that alone time, but it's also good to be able to interact with people, and I think men just don't do that, I can't speak for women, I think women just tend to, to um, have conversations with each other a lot more than us men. We tend to have superficial conversations with each other. Not about really deep stuff. You know, who won the game? Who's the pretty lady? Um, superficial things. But we don't talk about the things that really bother us or the things that really are, um, are challenging us at the time. And, you know, it's, it's not healthy for us to just keep... And we keep things in because that's what tough guys do. We keep things in. Uh, we don't share them. We don't want to look vulnerable. But that's how we grow. That's how we grow. You have to, you know, look at things the way they are, face them the way they are, and, um, and move forward. Because if you don't, then you're on a treadmill. And... Um, I haven't seen anybody get very far on a treadmill. Good for your health and everything, but um, metaphorically though, I haven't, you know, staying on a treadmill is not gonna get you where you wanna get. 
in life. You know, you have to get off that treadmill. Be willing to, like the guy was saying, you have to be willing to make some mistakes to get where you want to be. Um, and that goes for life, not just the arts. You have to be be willing to make some mistakes, learn from it, look dumb if you have to, but you're not going to stay there. You're not going to stay there. You know, everybody makes mistakes. You can't let mistakes stunt where you want to go, where you, where you want to be in life. You know, and it's not about just money. It's not just about career. It's about just living your life to the fullest. You have to be willing to, to look a little odd sometimes. You really do. You have to be willing to say, okay, well, I'm, it's an awkward position, but in order for me to learn, I got to get through this. I can't be afraid of it. You know, I cannot be afraid of what is out there for me. I have to take risks to get to where I want to be. Nobody is, is meant to be a nine to five person for 45 years, for 50 years, retire and die. Much more to life than that. Much more to life than that. You are much more than your job. You are much more than your job. You are much more than what surrounds you. You know, there's a lot of facets to us as human beings. And I think men don't have those conversations with, with men. You know, men don't have, they don't cry. You know, that's not the thing to do. But you'll find that crying is really healthy when it needs to be done. Find it very, very healthy when it needs to be done. Men don't come to each other and talk about their relationships and how they feel um, or can feel sometimes that they're trapped or that they're, um, uh, what's the word I want to use without being disrespectful? They're uh, in a situation where they're not being respected. Not being respected. A lot of men put up with that. You know, we talk about it from the female aspect, from the female angle, but a lot of men feel like they can't really be themselves in their relationships. They have a certain image to uphold. They can't appear vulnerable, you know, to their significant other, which is sad. But a lot of men feel that way. And not just young men, older men too. Older men who have been in relationships for a long time feel that way. I've had those conversations. Trust me. Um, So a lot of times men kind of feel by themselves. You know, even if they have a family, they have to uphold this um, this look, this certain persona with their kids, with with their wife or girlfriend, you know, with their homies. They have to uphold this this particular persona when inside, you know, things are bothering them, are bothering them. But they don't feel like they have anybody to, to talk to. And I think men need to reach out to men and have those those conversations. And just imagine how many people um, could be um, could improve their situation if they felt like they had cats to go to and say, hey, um, hey, I'm feeling this way, man. What, what do you think about this? Did you ever experience this? You ever feel this way? We don't have those conversations. I think women have a lot those conversations amongst themselves a lot more than we do. We, you know, we hold on to that that tough guy image, and um, tough guy image breaks down our health, gives us high blood pressure, strokes, heart attacks, and then, and then we wonder, 
How'd that happen? What happened to what happened to him? I thought he looked like he was doing all right, but we hold shit in. We hold shit in that destroys us from the inside out. And I think that's why we need to have conversations with each other more often. You know, we really do. We need round tables where we have conversations with um, just what it's like to be a man. Just what it's like to be a man. Not a husband, not a father, just a man. Have those conversations and get stuff out and not walk around with all these burdens, all these things that we feel like we have to um, uh, guard because it doesn't do anything um, positive for our health, holding stuff in. We need that release, you know, we need that release. And I think having conversations with other men who have gone through similar things or or um, are going through similar things. To have those conversations with somebody that we trust and just opening up. And, and, not, and feeling like it's okay to open up. And be vulnerable. That's okay. It's okay. You be tough when you got to be tough. But it's okay to be vulnerable when, when you feel vulnerable. And express it. There's nothing wrong with expressing it. Express it the way that you express it. However you express it. You know, but have some kind of outlet. But I think conversation is, exercise is good. Meditation is good. Those are like, to me, for me, they just get me through. They just get me through for me. But everybody has, you know, everybody's built differently. I just got into that habit a long time ago because I was, um, I was out of my, my, um, what, what should I say? I was, I was in another state, you know, early on I was in another state, really didn't have anybody around. So I had to go inside because I felt like I didn't have anybody to reach out to. And so thankfully I got, um, I got, well, yeah, it's going to sound weird. I got sick and being sick, I had to go inside because I had to start uh, a regimen that would get, get me back on the road to health. And so I started exercising. Well, I've, I've learned over the years that anything that you really focus on, really, really focus on that takes you away from other things is a form of meditation. That's really how I feel about it. So exercise became my meditation. And then from there, I do you know, other parts of other types of meditation, but exercise became my meditation. I didn't go to the gym because I'm, I'm not a gym guy. I'd rather, I like being by myself. So when I exercise, I'd exercise by myself and do my, my routine, my jump rope, my push-ups, my sit-ups, my, my, you know, strikes and all of that stuff. But it became for me like my, ex, my, my, my meditation. And it really, after a while, I was like, man, not only is it good for my health and my body and my bloodstream and all of that stuff, it's actually good for my soul and my mind too. I'm like, man, this is a form, this feels like a form of meditation. So I say that to say, find a form of meditation that works for you. Exercise, walking, uh, you know, there's, there's a bunch of things that you can do, but find that so you don't hold on to stuff. Find something that helps you release that nonsense that's, that's, that's keeping you all tight and, you know, bound inside. It's really important. Really important. But another aspect that I'm coming back to, I keep coming back to, is just having conversations with other men. And knowing that you're not alone 
in some of the things that you're feeling. You're not. You'd be surprised. You're not. Me and this cat were talking yesterday, as I said when I first opened up the podcast, and to look at us or to hear our backgrounds, we didn't have anything in common. But we did. We're both men. We're both men. So that gave us a commonality. And then from there, I said things that he learned from. He said things that I learned I learned from. He said things I had never heard before. I said things that he had never heard before because we were coming from different backgrounds, you know, different experiences. But our commonality was we were both men and we were two men having a conversation. We were two men having a conversation who had never met, had never seen each other ever until yesterday. But ended up having a two hour, two and a half hour, almost three hour conversation about just life stuff. There was laughter. There were tears. You know, there was anger. There was frustration. uh, There was happiness. There was, it was all these things with a complete stranger. It was tripping me out. I'm like, man, there are no accidents. There are no accidents. And I think the cat said that too. He said it in a different way. He was like, this doesn't feel like it's um, just random. I said, it's not. I stopped thinking about, I stopped believing in random stuff a long time ago. For real, that's what I told him. I stopped thinking, believing in random stuff a long time ago. Because things would happen. And I'm like, man, I, I needed to hear that. That can't be random. I randomly found a, a solution. I randomly found what I needed, what my next move would be by accident. I don't think so. And that's what I told him. I don't think, I, I, yeah, I stopped believing in random a long time ago. I really did. Um, and so, but this conversation got me thinking, I'm going to say something on my podcast about us men talking to one another, really talking to each other. No bullshit, no, not the, not the surfacey stuff, but really talking to each other, having conversations with each other. Of course, there got to be people that we feel comfortable with, but still, you won't know until you have reach out and have the conversation. But talk about some real stuff. You know, talk about the stuff that you're really going through. And so, this whole con- that conversation got me to thinking, like, man, I need to do more of this because I'm kind of in my own little cave sometimes because I like to be by myself. I've gotten used to it <laughs> as a kid. I like being, by, you know, but. Um, I've gotten used to it, but sometimes what you're getting used to, I mean, what you're used to isn't always what you need to be, hold on to. Sometimes you need to kind of stretch on that or come out of that a little bit. Yeah, it's okay to have some some time to yourself. I'm totally with that. Then other times it's good to have conversation because conversation with yourself is different from conversation with somebody else. Conversation with somebody else is going to bring another perspective on things. And that's how we grow. And that's what this life is about, about growth. It's not about staying in the same spot. It's not about staying in the same spot. That's what I've learned. It's not about staying where you are. It's about learning from where you are and expanding. Learning from where you are and expanding. That's what it's about. or That's what I've come to, to believe. And having conversations with people especially other men is a powerful source 
It's a powerful classroom. It really is a powerful, powerful classroom. The guy said yesterday too, he knew like early on that he was he didn't like school. You know, school wasn't his thing. So he knew um, that he had to find his way in this world without so-called education. And after he related some of his experiences, were, which was vast, I mean, he, he worked with some of everybody in the music industry and in the film industry. Worked with some of everybody. I'm like, man. I said, well, you never stopped going to school. He's like, no, I did. I said, no, think about it. You never stopped going to school. You were around all these people, and you, a young cat, 19, 20 years old, 22, whatever you were, you're a young cat around all these people who are seasoned veterans in the craft that you're into and what they're into, and you're sitting there, you're like a sponge. I said, so don't say that you didn't like school. You didn't like the classroom that you were in. But once you stepped out, you're in a totally different classroom, but you never stopped school. <laughs> and you looked like, oh, think about it like that. Yeah. You never stop. School never stops. School never stops for the active mind. Ever. Never. It never stops. And so, um, yeah, but we had this conversation. Was, it just went on and on. It was, it was beautiful. It really was. It was beautiful. And um, he said, well, man, I've taken a lot of your time. I said, no, 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 no. You didn't take a lot of my time. You didn't do that at all. What you did was added something to my time. That's what you did. I just learned some, a whole bunch of stuff I didn't know. Ten minutes before you got here, I didn't know. And may have never known what I just learned before you got here. So no, you didn't waste my time at all. Wasted time is when you don't learn anything. If you're learning something, it's not wasted time. Ever. If you learn something from a situation, it's not wasted time. When you don't learn, then you can debate whether it's wasted time or not. But when you learn something, it's not wasted time. So we had that conversation. Based on that conversation, I got up doing my exercise. I was all energized because of that conversation. So that's how it affected me too. I'm all energized and ready to you know, get this workout in. And I'm thinking, I got to share this. This is too beautiful and relevant for me to just hold on and say, oh, I benefited from this. Wow, this is great. You know, that's selfish. That's selfish. Oh, I, I benefited from it. Okay, I'm going to keep it to myself. I couldn't do that. That's the beautiful thing about these podcasts, in my opinion. Not the dumb shit, you know, that's out there. But the ones where people just really reflect on some stuff and then they share it with their listeners. And based on what they share, the listeners can take, pick and choose what applies to them, how they can grow from it. That's how we, that's, as human beings, that's what we need to do, is we share our experiences amongst ourselves and it helps somebody or it puts somebody on a different path that they were before, um, that they weren't thinking about before they had a conversation or listened to the conversation or listened to some words. You know, words are so powerful. I know that's like a cliche in people, but words are so powerful. It's amazing how words can transform, completely transform an individual. Certain words, the way they're put, who they're coming from can transform. You can take somebody that's been living mediocre 
has really never had any aspirations and somebody say something that triggers somebody triggers something in that particular individual who really had no big aspirations and they trigger something in that person and they become a new being. They become a new being based on those words and how those words trigger something inside of them. That's how powerful words are. That's why I don't play with them. That's why I don't play with them. Because they can transform something mediocre into something great. Something that's just going through life, shuffling through life into something that's uh, making an impact on other lives. That's how powerful words are. We throw them around. We toss them around. We do funny things with them. But words, when used in the correct way, have a transformative power beyond anything else, in my humble opinion. And so when I had this conversation with this guy yesterday, I'm sitting there, I'm like, man, that's deep. That's deep. You know, I... I <laughs> <laughs> because I'm just sitting in, I'm a student. And based on what he was saying, then I would, oh, I, well, back here, I did this, this, and that, and this. And then he's sitting there saying, hmm, I never thought. And, and he asked me, he said, has anybody ever told you that you're real philosophical? I said, no, not really. He said, well, you're real philosophical. I said, the reason, if, if I appear or come across as philosophical, it's because of people like you that I've been around in this journey who have said things that have stuck to me. And then, so when I um, share my thoughts, some of that is in there and it comes off as philosophical. So if I'm philosophical, it's because of teachers. And my teachers have been people who have been in my life on my journey. So if I'm philosophical, I got it from all of those experiences and all of those people. But most of the time it took, not all the time, but most of the time it took conversation. Back to the conversation. Most of the time it took conversations to spark something in me. I read a lot and I still read a lot. But a lot of times, early on especially, it was conversations that sparked things that moved me to write move me to read, move me to look at life differently, move me to do things um, that I was afraid of doing before. It was conversations most of the time. And that's why I said us men, we have to get in the habit of having conversations with each other, deep conversations with each other, deep moving conversations with each other, not superficial. We're good at that. We're good at the superficial, not superficial. We know we can do that. That's easy. But have those deep, reveting, emotional, life-altering conversations with each other. That's how we benefit as men, as men. We stop being these, 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 uh, these security guards of our feelings. We walk around tight, tightly wound and don't want to smile and don't want to approach each other and, uh, you know, that's not the way, no. No. I'm not religious, so I don't want to come across as religious. I do believe there's something bigger than myself and than us. I, I just do. But I'm not going to argue semantics. Not here for that at all. I don't argue with 
about that at all. But I will say, and I'm just going to call it God. You call it whatever. You can call it Captain Crunch if you want to. Or or uh, Princess She-Ra. Whatever you want to call it. I'm not, in, not arguing the semantics. I just want you to get my point. Our life is the present we get from God or that higher being, whatever it is. What we do with our lives is our thank you to whatever that, that's what I truly believe. That's what I truly believe. Our life is the present that we get from whoever put this, whatever put this all together. Our thank you to that presence, whatever you want to call it or don't want to call it, is what we do with our lives. And what we do with our lives is based on what we learn, how things influence us, how things impact us, and how we run with those things. And I think for men, what would really help in our journey of being all these other things, all these builders and writers and uh, mathematicians, whatever we are, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about in the basic human feelings and, 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 and walking upon this earth just as a human being, conversations with other men really can add to that, really can promote more out of us because we're listening to other men who go through the same struggles and they say something that we hadn't thought about before. And we say something that they hadn't thought about before. Or we... Um, uh, share an experience that they've never experienced before. And we've experienced something that they haven't. And this creates dialogue. And from that dialogue, strength and confidence and, and validation and all of those things that we just kind of run from without even, almost subconsciously, unconsciously, we run from because we're so guarded. And my conversation yesterday just reminded me how guarded I am and how I don't need to be guarded all the time. You know, sometimes it's good to just open up and this is what I'm feeling. You know, when you feel comfortable with it, sometimes you have to do it on your own. Other times it's good to have somebody to talk to. And I think as men, we don't do that enough. We're always on somebody else's standard. We're always on somebody else's standard. This is the standard of manhood, and we feel feel that this is the way we have to do it. No, we don't. We don't. Somebody else's standard is somebody else's standard. We need our own standards. You know? So, um, I just wanted to share that. Just remember, for those of you listening... There is no competition. You've already won. Just say that to yourself. There is no competition. I've already won. I came here winning. Doesn't matter what I do, what my status is, what I look like, how big my house is. None of that matters. When you came, you had already won. There is no competition in being you. Never has been, never will be. That's superficial. That's made up. That's a distraction. 
there was never any competition. You've already won. Until next time, this is Jeffrey Martin, Right Away Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. I hope you got something out of this. Men, have conversation with other men. Please. We need each other. We're not just soldiers. We're a lot of things. Until next time, peace.